0: So what a great joy it is to be a host to the Almighty. That throughout the day we can have a real joy in our heart knowing that what we're doing is the service of God and that we not only are serving Him, but we're a host to Him in me through and through me. Through the Torah study that I am committed to in a fixed manner, by day and by night, even though it's only a little bit, if I had a little bit more time, though, I would add. Therefore, my whole day is as if I learned Torah. And likewise with giving, giving charity. It uplifts, What if that's the reason why I go to business, is in order that I can do good with the funds that I have and not just so I can feel good about myself that I'm you know I've got some self-worth I made money (laughs) but I can use the funds to improve other people's lives then that's uplifting the rest of your monies and the business activity that you're engaged in that you also become a host to the divine now that's a joy that we have in our heart as a result of this awareness, which that joy is very important to allow us to properly serve God, because you have to serve God with joy. But at the same time, we can have the exact opposite feeling in our heart, and that is on the other side of the heart that we can feel a pain, we can feel the the the, the Uh, the lowness of our animal, soul, and body, and its agenda. The lowness meaning its agenda, not, you know, the body is not wicked. Its agenda that is the opposite of the soul's agenda. But the body itself is divine. It houses the soul. So it needs to be treated in a, uh, you know, with proper respect. That's why, you know, there's proper Jewish burial. You don't tattoo yourself because the body is holy. Its agenda, though, isn't And for that, we feel its lowness. We feel its crassness. We're, you know, not pleasant. So you can have a feeling of the lowness of the body and the joy of the soul at the same time because it's coming from two different points, from two different places. And as the Zohar says, weeping is lodged in one side of the heart as Rebbe uh, Lazar said, proclaimed, and joy was lodged on the other side of the heart. When his father Rebbe Shimon Bar Yochai was teaching Rebbe about the mystical meaning of the Holy Temple. So on the one hand, he had great joy in understanding the depths of it. But because of his understanding of the virtues and the greatness of the Holy Temple, That brought him, on the other side of the heart, great pain because it was destroyed at that time, on their day. There was no longer a holy temple. It was destroyed by the Romans, centuries earlier, I mean, uh, uh, decades earlier. So he had two feelings, one of great joy, of perceiving the mystical, deep idea of what the holy temple is all about. And on the other side of the heart, he's weeping and feeling devastated, now that he understands it, of the great loss of it. Two things coming at the same time. All truths come in a paradox. And here's the paradox. Two opposite feelings that you have in your heart. Weeping in joy, as Rabbi And for us, that means that we have great joy because we identify with our divine soul and not only identify with it, but we've had so many layers of different joy that we've spoken about. Now we come to the conclusion, chapter 34 in this whole section of Tanya, that we have great joy owning our stuff, redirecting ourselves to Identify with the uh, divine soul, knowing that we're extracting it from its imprisonment every time we do a mitzvah or we study Torah like we're doing it now. Being a host to God. Wow. That you're hosting in you and through you, God Almighty. Another reason for joy. And yet, at the same time, you're going to have the opposite feeling of feeling the lowness of your animal soul and body, which is very important. Because otherwise, just having that joy and not having it tempered by knowing that, hey, joy of the, of the divine soul is, is obligatory. It's, and it's beautiful and it's wonderful. But we have to be careful because we have another part to us that can rear its ugly head very easily, so we have to be aware of that too at the same time. So a double awareness here, in in, and which makes it a um, what's the word I'm looking uh, challenge. To be able to be aware of both things, because by na- by human nature. We're either more like happy people or melancholy people, but that's because we're going by our nature and not by service of God. If we're serving God, we can have two opposite feelings at the same time. If we're serving ourselves, we can only have one feeling at this at the same time, whatever our na- our nature is. So, if you find that it's difficult to have two feel two feelings like this at the same time, we need to think where we're coming from. If is it not from a self-serving uh, mode of of operation uh, rather than divine service because in divine service it is then not only possible it's very doable as the this tells us here it is extremely doable okay let's take questions Let's take questions. Two question marks before you ask a question. Lori has a question. Lori has a question. Yes, she does. Hashem provides my income. I desire to give tzedakah. How do I choose which charity to give you to give uh, the tzedakah? Um, So you have in your community first, or you have your uh, you have maybe family members. They actually come first. Um, extended family and then you have your community and then you have you know those that are um, in your world that you are uh, you know in, in in your greater world shall we say today you know community is not limited literally only to um, you know our physical community but there is an idea of physical community I you know Laurie where you are you don't have that so then there is you know uh, beyond that community, I guess. Um, um, but more, we can, we, we can speak about that more uh, another time, but that's the basic idea. Okay. Again, two question marks before you ask a question so I can know that it's a question. uh David, why did they Rebbe tell us to put our Pushka in our kitchens um very good, so well, the there never once spoke actually uh thank you for bringing that up david um so a charity box when you have it on your table it's wonderful and and we should have one you know you should have children should have in their room, so they should be lo- uh, taught to give charity right in their room so they feel more of the personal connection to giving charity um that's very important but then i've always spoke also in the kitchen primarily um but it could be any part of the in the house where you actually fasten a pushka to the home to the walls literally and then i've explained a beautiful idea and it fits in with the concept of what is the means and what is the end so is your home the end or is your pushka on your walls the end When you put a pushka and you fasten it literally to the walls of your home, your walls of your home now become the means to the end of tzedakah, of charity. So now your home is, not not just your home is in figurative sense, charitable. Your home literally is charitable because you have fastened to the wall of your house of charity box, a pushka. What a brilliant idea, Rebbe! I mean, just the 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 nuance on that. Now, you know, if you're not ready to do that, fine, just put it on a table and give charity. Um, but this is a beautiful idea that your home now becomes a vehicle and means to the end of a mitzvah, tzedakah of charity. Literally, the the physical walls become that. What a beautiful thought and beautiful idea. Thank you uh David, for that. Are all any and Justices from god uh, uh, I, I don't know what you're asking jay I, It doesn't seem to fit in with where our discussion here in any case um If a Jew has a tattoo, should it be removed? No. It, Holocaust survivors, no. That was done against their will. Someone is a balt If they have, it's, uh, people make a mistake and they think that the only way you could get buried in, in a Jewish cemetery is if you don't have a tattoo. It's not true. You can get buried. Um, so if someone does have a tattoo and and becomes a balt and uh, returns to, to, to Judaism, to Yiddishkeit, Torah mitzvahs, um, not necessarily doesn't mean you should remove your tattoo. Uh, not necessarily it may not be a good idea because of what is involved in doing that. So I wouldn't suggest that. Probably the best thing is to take it up with your rabbi, um, you know. But as a general rule, not necessarily doesn't mean you should take it off. You know, once it's there, it's there. It doesn't mean you you must take it off. Okay. Um, Margalazata is asking about her cousin, a 50-year-old able man. He has never been living. He, he has been living off the state for years now, never being attempt, never attempting to get a job, living in misery of his mind. How can I help him? That's a good question, and I'm not certain. Handouts, you know, necessarily, uh, you know, are you know money is necessarily good because who knows what he does with the money you know if you someone pays for a rent a partial rent or or pays for you know for something that um that at least they have you know basic things taken care of so then that's one thing it's another thing to just give money to someone who is uh not really you know a responsible individual that 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 you got to be a little careful with and i don't have the precise answer to that but a uh, good question margarita okay uh, michael please share with us um, i thought about uh, the statement of the soha about the weeping is lodged in one side of the heart showing the other yes and uh, that rabbi elaza ex- explained we can uh, sorry to, uh, give me one second, I just have to answer hello oh okay come on in come on in thank you yes sorry go ahead and um that we be, that uh that we can joy have joy and sadness at the same time and before uh, Tanya stated that we shouldn't shame for a loneliness of our body and the animal soul and when I connect us is the, um, the, uh, the temple got destroyed because of our, uh, our failings and is it that we shouldn't uh, shame as a collective, that all Jews shouldn't shame for this? That we well, didn't... no, we're talking about how you should look at yourself, not anybody else. Not anybody else. Sorry, one second. Hello? money so we're 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 not talking about anybody else you know you, 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 you we're talking about how to look at yourself you know you look at yourself the the divine that you have in you that you are a host to the divine, and you also look at yourself that you have another part to you that needs to be you know um uh, ha- held accountable for it, so we, we, we are pained by that, we are, we look down on that negative nature of my animal soul, right, so That that's what we're talking about, not anybody else, no, you shouldn't shame anybody else, you shouldn't look at anybody else in this manner, we're talking about how to look at yourself, okay. I, I, I wouldn't uh, mean that, I mean, is that, uh, the same, is that the same meaning, because the temple got destroyed because of our failures, and um, yes. now we... That we should uh, elevate and uh, that we got uh, Torah from it. Where after the destruction of the temple, um, we started with Torah studying, and before to, only the rabbis uh, were in Torah study. And uh, that when we have uh, shame on us, that, be, uh, that we can still uh, be uh, having joy, that we can study Torah and try to uh, get better people. That yes, is. absolutely. Yep. Yeah absolutely all right thank you um thank you john started putting a pushkin in my uh, study room and give tzedakah before studying torah uh must coins be silver or uh, or copper you can give copper coins if you have um you can give copper coins if uh you know pennies uh here in canada we don't have them anymore uh in the united states you still have them yes you can give that uh Uh, Absolutely, absolutely. Um, I have here, okay. Alice asked a question. How do we really express our sincerity to Hashem that we really would do more Torah study if we had the time. Just uh, just by inside of you that, you know, you wish you had more time that you could uh, study. So you would, you know, God knows what's in your heart. He knows what you, you, you know, what you really feel. So it's not about fooling anybody, you know, you can fool yourself, but you're know fool God. <laughs> Okay, Thank you, Alice. Good question. Um, okay, uh, Michael, I hope that was clear. By the way, you know, for the Holy Temple, there uh, was used uh, gold, silver, and copper, you know, to build the home for God. So, yeah, you can use the copper coins, too. <laughs> All right. Um, so, uh, Michael, I, I, I hope that was uh, clear. I'm not certain I got 100% clarity in what you were saying, but I, I hope I did. Yes, yeah, I meant that, 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 that... that we shouldn't uh, stop uh, studying or shouldn't uh, be overwhelmed by our sadness or our, our failings and that we should elevate Yeah, that. no, we, we, yeah, definitely we should not be overcome by our, it's not about our failings that uh, we mentioned here um, Right, Well what we're, we're talking about is having two different feelings in your heart for two different things about you and, and not about and, and and nothing about your failings. It was not about your failings that you should feel saddened about. We did not mention that. And thank you, Michael, for bringing that up because important to make sure that we um, that we make that distinction. If you are going to feel bad about your failings, you're going to become a greater failure. Ownership of failings is one thing. Feeling bad about it is another thing. And we spoke about that earlier in Chapter 27 and and other chapters after that. So, no, we're talking about the nature of you, so you've got two things: you got a godly soul and you have an animal soul, and both of them you know make you know for the righteous they don't make up both of the, they don't have both things they only have a godly soul they've transformed their animal soul into uh into holiness, but we haven't, so we have these two parts of us, and we're talking about the nature of it. the nature of the godly soul is hey godly. And that we identify with it and when we um, focus on that and we do our Torah study and we give our charity we become a host to God. Wow, that's great joy. That brings great joy when we ponder that. So it's about about who I am. But at the same time I also have another part of me and that's the animal soul. And that animal soul, that animal soul that is in me, I am need to um not adore it <laughs> but be um, to have negative feelings towards it that's the point right to have a humble spirit because I have a part in me that has an agenda and not, not not it's agenda it's nature i'm 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 a humbled spirit because of it. I'm not joy because of it. I don't joy because I have a, a, you know, an, a, an, a, an animal soul that wants to be egocentric, that wants to pig out, wants to uh, you know just uh, look at me, how special I am, right? No. We don't want that. We we're broken because of that. So we have a broken spirit about that. At the same time, we have a joyful spirit towards our godly soul. That's, I hope, greater clarity. Okay. Thank you, Michael. Okay. Let me go to Alyssa or Alice Is giving charity via PayPal? Okay. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's coming out of your account. <laughs> it's coming out of your monies. So yes, absolutely. Okay, beautiful. Um, uh, so we're going to come out with an announcement about the new community that we're going to be creating. That will be for those who wa- uh, want to be a part of it. It will not be on these platforms. It will be private for those who sign up. I'll keep you posted. Uh, i very excited about it. Just uh, know that it's coming and it's going to bring these teachings to new levels. I'm Rabbi Ronnie Fine, coming to you for Chabad Zirch and Kadesh Montreal, Canada, where it's a privilege and a pleasure to share with you the Tanya. A reminder, 1 o'clock to Rambam, we have more students coming on lately, which is great. And 6.30 tonight, there will be a Torah Studies class on the Parsha, starting a new book, the third book, Leviticus Vayikra. Very exciting! Come and join us. Looking forward. God bless you. Shabbat Tov. A Wonderful week. All the best.